Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about the Green Knight and some other things. Um, but yes, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What up, y'all? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. I'm back, baby. We, yeah, Ron's back. He's I here. was looking at my phone. Calm down. Yeah. Ron, why do you sound so crisp? Whoa, Ron, uh, are you I had okay? A new mic like three weeks ago. I don't know. I used this mic before. Oh, no, I thought I thought you did, but you couldn't get it working, and then no, it worked. Okay, well, it didn't sound good until now. Wow, I'm sorry, sir. I'm so sorry. Wow. If it wasn't crisp well, before, I am truly sorry. Anyway, before we go any further, we got to make sure that we remember our pickle pickle of the <laughs> week. What happened? <laughs> We did it really well last time. Ron. We did. It was, yeah, perfect. It was two people. It was, it was perfect. <laughs> but we, no. but I, I said pickle. He said of the, and I said weak. It was just like it Chris. Could, y'all can't fail that. I mean, watch me. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Um, I'll go first. My pickle of the week is uh, a game this week. I'm gonna hold it up so that the boys can see it. Um, King of Movies. Oh, yeah, that looks amazing. So um, Dylan might know who that is. That's Leonard Moulton on the front, the film reviewer. Yeah, I don't know her. Uh, okay. Um, so Leonard Moulton is famous for putting out a yearly pre-internet stuff. And also he's, he did it up until 2014, but he did it in the 80s and 90s. Um, a yearly guide to movies. You know, okay, like okay, uh, tell, you, so, so like if you want to know what to rent, you would just pull out your Moulton guide and you would you know consult it and he'll get, give you a quick two second review or two sentence review of two sentence this, two second very quick very quick that's the whole point and so people developed this game called the molten game where you would open up your molten guide and you know try to bluff your friends uh and write fake reviews for movies and you try to pick which one is the real one like okay here's, cool here's, like here's an example um, and you can never use first names of actors. So like there's there's 600 cards of movies that I've never heard of any of them so far. I've gone through 100 of them and I haven't, I don't know anybody. Um, here's a movie called Quiet Please, Murder. Offbeat, intriguing yarn of master forger Sanders stealing price, priceless Shakespeare volume, passing off copies as the original. Murder and romance expertly woven into the story. So the game is you... I read the title of the movie and then all the players have to write down a fake Malton-esque review um, and they put it in a little you know, sleeve, pass it back to me. I read all of them out loud and the real one and then we all have to vote. Word. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we fun. played it over at Clear Lake. Because you don't have to, it's not like a movie trivia game where you actually have to know anything. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we played it's with like... Austin who uh, from the Clear Lake store who doesn't know mo- anything about movies at all. And he was actually very good at it. Word. Uh, yeah, he he uh, he he fooled everybody. And wrote and wrote good fake reviews. So that's how I beat. A lot of fun, and that that game is available at uh, all or most bedrocks at this point. Oh, I wonder if I'm gonna get it. Uh, y'all have one. Oh, easy enough. Uh, my pickle this week uh, is Miles Morales Spider Man Marvel Tales. Uh, yes, uh, reprinting a bunch of them. I think it's Ultimate Fallout uh, number four, and then uh, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man one through five. So it's a thick boy. It's eight bucks though, so six dollars, six comics for eight bucks. It's not bad. It's not that's bad. A at good all. deal. It is. Mm-hmm. It's like a trade. 
go uh, go catch up on some on some uh, early mile stuff. Yes. My pickle is a hardcover from DC Comics. Ooh. It is the Last God. I only read the first issue back when we had that signing with Philip Kennedy Johnson. I never read the rest, but it's a nice fifty dollar twelve issue premium. It's, it is really edition nice. hardcover. So and, and the book is good. It. The book is really good. Um, Got some uh, some things you can play with. Got yes. some RPG elements. And um, I this is coming from someone that spent an hour in the car with Philip Kennedy Johnson in traffic. Driving him back to his hotel. He was a cool cool. guy. Yeah, he was very nice. Very down to earth. I liked him a lot. I hope he remembers us now that he's made it big. Yeah, now yeah, on that on that come up, you know, remember now that he's running Superman. Yeah. Yeah, right. This guy. Um but that's my pickle. But Ron, you got a one watch? I do. Uh, I lost it. No, I got it. It's right here. There's a lot this week. I got to put it on the uh, the, our episode. Script or whatever, so that I remember to actually do it. Yeah, for sure, huh? Uh, so this week, uh, Golem walks among us. Lucky Devil, Joker presents a puzzle box. Suicide Squad get Joker. Uh, Transformers, Grim King, King of Grimlock, King, King Grimlock. Uh, Trover saves the universe. Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood. Uh, Extreme Carnage, Lasher, Miles Morales, Spider Man, Marvel Tales, One Shot. Uh, Spirits of Vengeance, Spirit Rider. Uh, Star Wars, War of the Bounty Hunters, Forlom, and Zuckus. Did I say that right? Forlom? Zuckus. That... Yeah. No, I'm at the Forlom. Oh, Forlom. Yeah. Uh, you got it. You got it. Four... Yeah, Forlom's right. Horizon Zero, Dawn of Liberation, uh, Invader Zim, Dookie Loop Horror. You what? That's a one shot. Yeah, you heard me. Dookie Loop. There you go. Okay. Uh, porcelain, not, not all robots, and we don't kill spiders. Lots of number ones this week. Lots good, of stuff. Good chunk. Good you chunk can of jump number into. ones. If I had to pick one of those number ones, I'm going to go We Kill Spiders because I think Behemoth is cool. I thought it looked pretty dope. Yeah, what's up? Uh, But anyway, this is the part of the show where we like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. So let's talk about our events. Also, before I Ooh. do mine, I want to thank everybody who came out and showed out to the paint night. So Ooh. I was nervous. I was nervous. The paint nights. Paint night was on Saturday. And I was I was nervous that you know we we're gonna have anybody there. But you know what? We had 13 painters. Ooh, look at that. The I know them came through. Bro, you know who came through? Who came through? Uno. Uno. Dang. On the photo. So he out uh, here painting so, uh, minis. Yeah, yes. So funny. I was talking to um, his son. I didn't know it was his son. He was okay. buying some D and D stuff, and I was telling him about the event. He goes, "Oh yeah, my dad's a big D and D collector." And I was like, "Oh cool. Yeah. All right. Neat. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. Then, cool. Sure enough. Oh, it's Adrian. Okay. Oh, it's it's the the D and D collector. The, the, oh, you mean D and D underscore daily on Instagram? Right, yeah, exactly. That's um, hilarious. Yeah, um, but anyway, so thank you everybody for coming out. Uh, we'll, we'll be doing these once a month. Oh, that store. looks super dope, dude. I did my dire troll here. Um, that looks amazing. That's yeah, awesome. This is a lot so, of fun. So, Michael, I feel like I've had, I asked you this before, but what's up? Are you getting better? Um, yeah, I am getting better. Okay. I'm getting faster. Okay. okay, okay, at the very least. Okay, I, I mean, sure. I think I've sort of like plateaued. Okay. You no, know, like okay. I, I don't think I'm gonna. I, I mean, 
your first mini is bad. Sure. You know, first couple are bad. And, but you know, like I'm, I think my stuff is table ready. Like I, I wouldn't be embarrassed to put it down. You know what I mean? All right. Cool. Man. Enough. I mean, the first one or two I did. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Those Will you go back and redo them? No. Okay. I, no th- that's why you paint crappy ones that you don't care about first. It's like I did sure, some skeleton sure. and some sure, knight or sure. whatever. But you got to do like a comparison. You know, you like that's a before true. and after. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so we're going to we're gonna be sticking with these. Um, I have a soft date for I need to get confirmation from uh, WizKids as to when the next one can officially be. But um, our next paint club is likely to be on August 28th at the Clear Lake store. And again, that is limited to 23 spots, 24 kits, but one goes. I'm going to this one. Dylan's going. Dylan says that all the time. Yeah, he said it to everyone. This time I mean it. But are you going to paint, Dylan? No, I was up front about not going to the last true. That's true. Up front the day day before? The week before? No, a couple weeks before. A couple weeks before. That doesn't count as a bail. My bad. You're going to paint with us? Of course. And so the event runs from six to ten. Um, we set up, you know, at six o'clock to get everybody settled in and start painting. It sort of wraps up by about nine thirty. You, you're sort of hit hit your done point by that point. You know, like I've done everything I can do, and I'm just ruining my mini at this point. If I go any further, um, but anyway, so that's likely going to be on the twenty eighth, assuming that my dates are correct for when this stuff comes out. We're going to be painting a death tyrant. Ooh. Which is a uh, skeleton beholder, kind of. Okay. Yeah. So pretty yeah. neat. Um, I also want to thank everybody for coming out to Sugarland for our Welcome to Play Flesh and Blood event that was free. That was a lot of fun. Gave out some decks, had a good time. Um, learned to play Flesh and Blood, and I know how to play now. Uh, I mean, Easy I knew how to play before, you. but I know for sure how to play now. Um, we'll be running that again over at Clear Lake uh, sometime next month. Need to work on the schedule for that um but this friday we have keyforge this friday you got uh, keyforge this, this friday we have keyforge on the 6th at clear lake so come through see what's up first ever at clear lake i need i need to you know make it good or at least four I need to have at least four people otherwise i can't run a tournament yeah uh, so yeah, yeah. you know so we got it this friday the 6th and in two weeks on the 20th uh we're going to be playing keyforge at clear lake uh, this first week is going to be a sealed event, and then the following, the second week, uh, is going to be a reversal event. So come through. Before Dylan Ron? goes, before Dylan goes, this Friday, this Friday, competing. The book club is back. It's not competing. It's in Katie. It's gonna be a That's Katie, <laughs> the, the the baby boy, the book club that has no name yet. Oh, this is the new, the new and improved. The new news is at Katie now. Uh, it's 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 a uh, it's here. We're gonna be reading No Longer Human and uh, Planetary Book One. So come through, uh, come enjoy some food because I'm sure it's gonna be a good amount. So there you go. Okay, that's exciting. Are y'all taking name recommendations at the at the meeting? Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Fun times. Oh no, Billy, Billy, Billy. Uh oh, did we lose Dylan? Oh no. Uh oh, no, no, Dylan's frozen. I'm a screen admiral. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. They live in the same house. Ron just muted his uh, microphone and he's 
I can see him. He's pounding on the I wall. Can't oh, no. I can't hear him. I can't hear him. Okay. Okay. Well, I can tell you that this tonight we got a live tonight? sale. Yeah, it's a live sale. Yeah. And and spoilers, it's gonna be every Wednesday. <laughs> um, so this Wednesday we have the live sale. Um, do we have anything else announced? I don't think we do. I don't think um, nothing. I don't. Oh, I well, can't we think got, of we, you know what? You know what? A week from Saturday is free comic book day. It is, boy. It's gonna That's be real right. lit. That's right. And we have some major uh, young adult kids artists. Um, oh, Dylan's just gone it, now. His computer had restarted himself. Oh no! Itself rather. Wow. Okay. Well, okay, that's we're, that. We're we're just rolling then. We're, we're going to do it, me and you. So we got um I know yeah, Dave Roman. Day. We got Dave yeah. Roman and yeah. uh, someone yeah. else. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared to do the ad. It was it was uh, way too quick. Yeah, so anyway, uh we got free comic book day uh at all six Bedrock City locations open from 10 to 7. Come get free comics. You can get sketches by local artists or if you want to go to uh the gallery location, you can get uh, the two kids artists from I think it's uh, 10 to 3 and then yeah so dave Sugarland roman is going to be 4 to 7 at, at the galleria from 10 to 130 10 to 130 ah. and then and then 3 to 7 at sugar and i was close and then john patrick green the uh the writer artist for investigators gators uh he's going to be from 10 to 130 at the galleria and then 37 at sugarland again so there you go I'm sure there's more to be announced. Yes, um, uh, a bunch of a bunch of good people. Well, well whenever sure. whenever Dylan is able to come back, you know, maybe he, we will. He just uh, said he he will be back soon. Hopefully, okay, he will be back soon. He says he's. Yeah, I'm excited, on. man. This is the first Katie one, so that's cool. The first, oh yeah, the first uh, Katie. And then your day. first, your first Clear Lake one. Yeah, so this should be exciting. So yeah, I need yeah. everybody to show out. At Clear he Lake. just screamed at me. He said he's he's coming. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. I hope y'all heard it. Let's see. We're gonna find out. Now we're gonna have to go through the six hours of finding out if Dylan's <laughs> audio works. You're like, you're like, my headphones don't work. Right? Huh? You could have just said nothing. <laughs> it was your turn. I didn't go anywhere. What are you we, talking we, about? We did. Uh, we did free comic book day. You got anything else? Oh, well, I have to talk about free comic book day too. What else? Go you got? We got Dave Roman what? and John Green or John David Green. John, John Green. Patrick. Fault in our stars. Oh, Patrick Green. Not John. Not, yeah, not not Fault in Our Stars Green. John Patrick Green. Okay, well, I'm just going to do it as if y'all didn't do it at all. Wow. Uh, uh, when is it? We, uh, the, the 14th. We really put them over. They're going to be at Galleria from 10 to 1.30 and then Sugarland from 3 to 7. Come get your free sketches by investigators, author John Patrick Green, and author of many other things. Hippopotamister? <laughs> that one too, yes. What? That one, yes. <laughs> Um, and Dave Roman for Astronaut Academy. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, we also have Powered by People. You can register to vote if you switch to dresses. Or if you are, have never been registered, you can register at any location um, except Sugar Land. Sugar Land. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, there's going to be Optimum Mobile Gaming, a gaming truck outside of Galleria and maybe the Heights location. That's super dope. From 10 to outside 1. Outside the Heights? <laughs> Where? We'll see. They go um, figure it out. On the, on the turning <laughs> yeah. lane? <laughs> it's gonna be Houston Hero headquarters cosplayers from yes. ten to ten to two at every store. You get your photo with a Batman, and Captain also, Marvel. Also, we're gonna have the five zero first at Clear Lake. <gasps> oh, spilling the tea! You can't say that. Actually, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, we're have lots of local artists too. We're gonna have a well, it's not really local, but Mark Nelson. He is local, but it's weird to say like local artist Mark Nelson. <laughs> right, right, um, lo- lo- local guy. 
He's so established. Uh, local very the, famous artist. Yeah, he'll be at the Western Store from 10 to 1. And then there's a bunch of others that I met at Comic Palooza that I'm very excited about. Um, Gabby the Moonborn, Peanut Butter and Pigs, Frank Campos, Brittany Falcone, Nico Rodriguez, Lan Huang, who is known as Soul Tooth, Caroline Lane, Alexis Pilato, Oliver Banks, and Sean Mackey. It'll be at all different stores. What? I'm trying to That's do one exciting. a day when it's not like a live sale day. So just like stay tuned for reveals on our Facebook yeah, you, page. Yeah, you don't want to drown them out by putting them all out at once. And like, I know you can say, hey, I went to Free Comic Day last year. I already know all the local people. No, you don't. Because only, only Oliver Banks you have met before of that list. These are or, all... Unless you went to Comic Palooza. So come out and see some cool local people. And also, uh, one of them... Well, Nico, baby boy. Yeah, you might know him. Caroline know, Lane, she's cool. She did a... Oh that my gosh. sounds really familiar. I'm having a biggest brain fart. Money like, shot. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, money yeah, 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 yeah. She does art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she will be drawing for children and without uh, <laughs> without money shot. Yeah, it won't have to be you know money shot esque art. Do you so. think she could finally um, do the uh, graphic adaptation of Fifty Shades of Modoc for me? Yeah, probably. She you actually be that. really good at it. Yeah, yeah, I do. Who's his uh, love interest? It himself? was a na- nameless scientist, wasn't it? Um, oh, it's not himself. Okay. No, it was some fan fiction. I don't remember. All I remember is that they talked about his skateboard tongue. Ew. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. I think it's <laughs> touch it. Yeah, it's not good. Um, and then we have a live sale this evening at seven o'clock. Did you guys talk about that too? Yes. We did. We did. Oh, we did. Liar. We I was did? listening. It was the first oh, okay. thing that we did. My bad. <laughs> Um, okay. liar. Well, we have liar. We're shriveled, bundled up. Lots of good bundles. Um, we have a Hulk 180 first cameo Wolverine. Ooh. We have first Vision, first Juggernaut, some CGC, uh, Dark Knight's Metal, stuff like that. Okay, seven to nine p.m. Bedrockstudio.com/slash tonight, and that's all I got. That's exciting. Um, it's a good okay. Week. You know what? It is. That's a good week. We got a lot of stuff. Um. Let's talk. Let's get into the watch list, boys. What do we watch, Ron? I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it to you. Ooh, we watched. Oh no, we watched. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, oh, it was such a bad movie. Why you gotta was... get letterboxed? Are we it? circling back to Ron? Okay, we'll circle back to yeah. Ron. Circle back to me. Hold on, let me figure. Dylan, it out. what'd you watch? Oh no, I watched. Oh, I had it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm wow. sorry. Sorry, I got it. We watched Greenland. Greenland. The movie oh, I like with... that movie. It was so terrible. With Gerard movie... Butler. Yeah, with Gerard Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't it like was... it? Come on. That was fun. It was not good. Of Great. course it wasn't, but it was fun. I don't I... even know this movie. Came out in 2020. Uh, PG-13. It's uh, two hours. Uh, it's about the world ending. Uh, there's a bunch of meteors that was supposed to pass God, this post the Earth, but it definitely hit the Earth. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't good. Dude. The poster is very forgettable. Now, I did, it. now, did Haley like it? Yes. However, As she should. She has bad taste. So no, wow. Haley has better taste than you do, Ron. I'm gonna need you to stop. Right <laughs> Unless there. we're talking about Top Gun. Exactly. That's she the likes only Top time. There you go. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, IMDb six point four. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, high, so that's what you need to know. The middle of the if road. If you like San Andreas with the rock movie, you'd like pretty it. much San Andreas. Not right? not with yeah, CJ. Yeah. But worse. Big smoke. Who? Who? San yeah, Andreas. No, not, not big smoke. Not CJ. Okay. 
So there you go. That's what I watched. That was the only thing I did this week, unfortunately. Okay. Because I forgot about other obligations we had. Dylan. I didn't I didn't watch anything substantial either. I'm sorry. I watched F Boy Island, which is a new uh HBO yeah, yeah. show. Um, you guys know about this? I, I do because I open up uh HBO Max to watch a good program and then it has a little <laughs> banner at the top uh telling me about F Boy Island. Remember when HBO used to be like premiere? Yeah, right? Like remember it's like <sighs> We got the Sopranos. We got the Wire. We got Deadwood. You know, we only do top tier television. We're the saviors of TV. Hey, you guys see F Boy Island yet? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's not good. I wish I could say it's not even like so bad. It's good. It's just not good. I'm sorry. The premise is that there's it's like the Bachelor in Paradise. There's three women on an island and a bunch of men. Half of the men are self proclaimed F boys. Oh and they're God. there to trick her and win a hundred thousand dollars if if she picks them. And then the other half of the guys are actually there, like to start a relationship. So the women have to like suss out who's an f boy and who's a quote nice guy. But um, that sounds like an okay premise if you like that kind of thing. It's an interesting like premise, but my problem with the show is that they don't tell us who the who the f boy and who the nice guy is. Oh, so you have to play along at home. Yeah, but I don't like it. That's like, not fun. I'd rather just know. And also, it's indistinguishable because even the quote nice guys are like roided up i'm a nice guy like kind of dudes you know it's like no you're not you're also an f boy you know there's you can't distinguish what does the f stand for fun yeah fun boys Mm -hmm. okay the fun boys frick boys (laughs) no (laughs) fortnite they play fortnite fortnite boys speaking of fortnite ron better be talking about that tonight i am ron that's the biggest gaming news of the week i think that's all i think that's all i did that's my watch list um, I watched a movie from 2013. Um, I watched Ooh, that's a, new for you, <laughs> right? Uh, I watched a movie called Skull World. Okay, yeah, um, sounds like a movie. It's a documentary. Yeah, dude. Um, follows two years in the life of Greg Summer, aka Skullman, as he builds the Canadian chapter of Box Wars, an inter- international underground movement of cardboard-based combat. I'm sorry. I okay, so I Michael, you you had me, and then you lost me. Okay, so uh, yeah, right. Okay, so the I watched it based on the poster. No, I didn't. I didn't read the description. I was like, all right, I'm watching Skull World. So and then I watched it, and I was actually enthralled. It was very interesting. It's like it's kind of like LARPing, I guess. That's a that's a cover for sure. But but and it's not. There's no like stats or anything. It's just people make homemade big cardboard armor and weapons, and then they go into a field or a warehouse or whatever and they beat each other up uh, but, it's, but it's very like cool. positive and the dude is like super you definitely don't want to hang out with skull man but he's like you know that pushy kind of positive like we're all gonna have a good time it's gonna be great no hostility but you know like he, he does cultivate a good environment so you know skull man is for the children um i don't know about all that i, don't, I still but... don't know why you decided to watch that because of the poster. You just look at something and you're like, this looks like it didn't have a theatrical release. Yes. Let me watch it. <laughs> yes. So, well, it was on the Arrow streaming service, which I have, which is a great deal for that kind of thing. If you, if you want to watch Giallo or you want to watch weird horror. Bro, this, this is an interesting guy. Dude, he looks like he has a box and all he gets is Venom, Carnage, and Lady Death. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and not, and nothing wrong with those titles. I'm just saying he's 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 a type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. The guy that's hyped about the new Danzig comics. 
Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know, I'm I'm about it. I would, go, I, would, I would go to Box World. Like like it's interesting. It's like he he started it from nothing, and he gets like a TV deal and like all sorts of crazy stuff, trying That's, to better better the community. People people in life are interesting. Well, so when I was you watching I mean? this, yes, they are. <laughs> when I was watching this, I was like, man, this is this whole world i had just no no, idea. no clue right yeah it's, yeah it's not it's not like a hobby that i just know exists and di- don't know anything about it first I time could, hearing about i would never have never have known yep box wars so we'll start so we're gonna start yeah i did so in two weeks we're gonna start the houston box wars uh hosted by Uncanny i'm down wars. yeah they team up with roller derby teams it's pretty fun um but anyway that's so that's what i watched i also um Watch more Outsider. Uh, I'm six episodes in. It Ooh. is fantastic. You're almost done, right? Yeah, I think there's eight or nine. Nice. Yeah, it's I'm I'm really really liking it, and uh, I'm I'm in that Stephen King mood because uh, his new novel Billy Summer came out today. Um, and I just started it, and I'm you know I'm done. No, um, I just started it. It's a, it's very good so far. It's about a a hitman like a professional killer who gets hired to kill another hitman. Okay. Yeah. Hitman's bodyguard. Cool. Yeah. 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 Kind of. <laughs> but um, man's wife's bodyguard. Yeah. That's the new one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's very good so far. And like every Stephen King thing, it's all characters and, you know, so halfway through it and I recommend it, but uh, that's what I've done this week. Halfway through you started today. Uh, maybe not halfway through. I don't know how he far. finished it on the way home on 16x speed. I mean, you're, you're not. I, I, okay. I've read two and a half hours of it, and there's 14 and a half left. So I'm not even close to halfway through it. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, so let's talk Anyways. about the Green Knight that Ron didn't see. Yeah. Spoilers for Green Knight. Spoilers for Go Green ahead. Knight. Let me spoil it. Whatever. I mean, we to can, be fair, let's not spoil the last, like the end of it. Ron, you that's up to y'all. Ron, did you play the uh, the RPG with us? Uh uh-uh. uh Not okay. okay. When when did this happen? During COVID, Dylan played it. It was me, Dylan, Natalie, White, Blair. You, know you knew about it. You did know about it. I'm sure. I I did. Who, all right, whatever. I'm trying to remember who all played. It was I know it was Dylan, Natalie, Dwight. I think Blair. was this at a store? No, on virtual. Okay. Nick, Nick Ryan. Oh, it was virtual. Mm-hmm. Nick Ryan? See, Maybe. COVID Ron didn't have a good setup for virtual anything. That's true. And then, you know, the stimmies came through. and I, Oh, and then and then here we are. You see where we at, boy. Yeah. That's what's up. So I was, yeah. I was all right, so cool. Spoiler movie, don't oh, spoil it. I don't um, care. It was Casey from um, Sugarland Casey. Oh, cool, Beans, yeah. I'm trying to, I was trying to remember who else played. Cool. We won't um, spoil the whole thing. No, definitely not. The whole movie builds to a moment, and we won't spoil that moment. How about that? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. So, the if you what if you don't know anything about the Green Knight, what it is, it is based on the novella, short story uh, called Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, uh, written by the unknown author. Um, and that's not kayfabe. That's a shoot. That's real. Like they don't know who wrote it. It is some. It, the author is lost to time. Um, some people can, are confused and they believe that Tolkien wrote it, uh, but he did not. It predates Tolkien by many, many, many years. 
um, but he just released a popular edition of it with an essay of his in front of it talking about it. Um, so, and that is this, the story of that novella is, um, have either of y'all read it? No. I did before okay. the game. Okay. Oh. oh, right before the game. Okay. So yeah, the story there is basically the story of the movie to a degree. It's a uh, green knight comes to town. Um, Sir Gawain lays a blow on him and then says one year hence, I will repay this blow to you. Uh, you know, and then it's about honor and courage and things of that nature it's 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 actually a very good uh read um but anyway uh this is directed by david lowry um who has done some other things he did a, a ghost story i think i don't really remember what else he's done dylan do you know he did that he did some stuff that's probably pretty bad the old man and the gun not a lot that i've heard of ghost story is his main one pete's dragon Ooh. Um, that's has an eighty-eight percent. Does it? Um, I never saw yeah. it. Okay, yeah. bye. Well, not a lot. Okay, so starring Dev Patel and Alicia Vikander, and that's it. Um, really, and uh, some people that'll make you go, "Oh yeah, them." It also has a uh, Joel Edgerton and Barry. Uh, oh, I don't know how to say his like Welsh-looking name. Um, oh, he's, Barry, Barry, Barry Keegan, I believe. Keegan, sure. He uh, oh, from, he's from from Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, and soon to be Eternals. We'll know him soon. Hogan, I think I I mm, I don't know. I actually don't know. And um, Aaron Aaron Kellyman, who played uh, Carly Morgenthau on Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's right. And the lady, oh, from, cool. The lady from Game of Thrones who fell through the moon door. Mm-hmm. Word. But anyway. Um, so what's the sitting at on Rotten Tomatoes right now, Dylan? 90. 90. Ooh. That's low. Low? Ooh. Ooh. That's low. It needs to be higher. Okay. Okay. Um, I wonder what Armand White thinks. Uh, Spoilers. Um, but no, I, okay. So I think if you've listened to this podcast for any considerable amount of time, you know, our hype for this was, uh, pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, now. Um, I definitely want to say that we did not get the movie that I thought we were going to get, though. Okay. And I can see how some people might not have liked it if you were expecting a, a sword fighting movie or some sort of a, you know, a, a knight, a, not a knight's tale like the Heath Ledger movie, but a knight's tale. So yeah. was, is it scary at all? No. No. Okay, interesting. Because I was it, expecting... From, I guess when we first heard about it, I was expecting a horror movie of some of some sure. degree, not horror, you know, psychological. As you should, whatever. But yeah, I, I was expecting a, a horror movie. But then when the first trailer came out, I was like, "Oh, this is drastically different than what I thought it was." Um, but yeah, it's, so, no, not scary at all. I no, would no, say. no, not not scary at all. Um, had a couple of creepy vibes, but that was it. Uh, yeah, it had it had like um, suspenseful imagery and like scary tone, okay. You know, but like there was no terror or horror really. Um, but I I I absolutely loved this movie. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Um, really, I think the best movie that we've seen in theaters this year. Really, 
I think so. Um, I can't one of the best. Else, I can't remember what else I've seen in theaters. It's all just gone. But uh, true, that's very true. I mean, there's like different genres, you know. It's that's, hard to. That's true. Well, it's hard F9 to compare. Came out. You're right. It's it's, it's no F nine. <laughs> you yeah, you right. Um, Dylan, what did you think about this movie? I loved it as well. I actually, I don't know if my expectations were not met or like different because I didn't know what to expect going into it. My hype level was a little low because I was like very excited when it was being marketed and then I just kind of forgot about it. And then it's just kind of like, oh, it's coming out, you know? Right. At no fault to the studio, but I wasn't as excited as I used to be for it. But um, so I had I wasn't really thinking about what it was going to be before I went in. And then it ended up being a very like chill ASMR find your honor kind of movie, you know, Interesting. like beautiful landscapes, like beautiful sound design, a great score. Uh, I don't know, like I think chill is like the best way to describe the vibe of the movie, you know. Because yeah, it wasn't it's like very slow contemplative. Yeah, and it wasn't very like suspenseful or nope. anything like you might think it is. There were a couple it, parts that were, but it's definitely slow if you want to describe. I mean, but like not in a boring way, slow in a purposeful way. Slow, right. Slow like audition is slow for those of you that have seen audition. Um, it it's not similar to that movie in any way, but it's um man i this movie was very good looking it definitely looks like an a24 movie you know um not to be the super stan but um it does look phenomenal and i i loved it um i i had a i had a weird theater experience uh there was somebody behind me with a kid uh about a 10 year old and this movie's rated r and very slow and definitely boring for a 10 year old and this 10 year old was asking throughout the whole movie who's that what's that what are they doing Why are really they... yes i was yeah, just like sucks. can we and then being grossed out at sex parts and there's not like there's only like two sex parts and sure yeah and then when the credits rolled they're like this is why we read reviews before we see movies it's like oh yeah the kid said that or yeah, the... the kid did okay hmm. well Weird. so that's weird. Um, but I don't know why you're frozen for Dylan Run. Oh, it's just unfroze. Okay, weird. Bro, what? <laughs> anyway. But, um, but you could hear him, right? Okay, that's good. Yeah, I can hear the whole Super thing. Weird. I would say the the weirdest part of the movie isn't like the stuff that doesn't make any sense. The weirdest part is that like I feel like the pacing and the format is very like like watching a season of a show or something. Like this happened. And then this little thing happened and then this little thing happened, which like actually lended itself very well to that RPG that we played, Michael, you know, because yes. it was like a little like little missions throughout the way, a little encounters mm-hmm. um, that tested his honor because so, he's trying to, you know, he, he's got to be like, I don't know, worthy by the time he gets to the Green Knight um, on Christmas. But like little things just keep happening to, to him. And uh, it didn't feel like the normal pacing of a movie where it's like, you know, things are connected. Something would happen and it would have nothing to do with anything else and then we'd never talk about it again, you know? Right. Do you feel like the RPG uh, that we played... So, by the way, the RPG that we're talking about 
um, we talked about it a year ago, um, is available exclusively through the a24shop.com or whatever their website is. Um, mm-hmm. I tried to get it in store, but they shot me down. They're like, they don't wholesale. So sorry. Um, but what it is, it's a, a green box instead of a red box, like a kind of like a takeoff of the old D&D starter set. Um, but in the style of the Green Knight and has their own system that uses just a D20. Um, pre-made characters and you go through a little adventure um, that is pretty similar in parts to the story that we played or that we watched, I should say. Um, I yeah. Was, do you feel like uh, if it had, if you had seen the movie like right when it was supposed to come out that the game might have been like, whoa, okay, this is like two samesies? No, because I think it varied drastically based on the decisions we made. Like That's true. For example, there's a fox in the movie that's in like a lot of it. But in the game, we encountered that fox and we're like, I don't trust you. And then it left and that was that was, that was it. it with the fox, right? <laughs> I could tell a couple times Michael was like, well, you were supposed to do more with that but okay i guess we're moving yeah, on that's, that's how the party works <laughs> yep it's like yep. Oh, they, just, they decided all right i guess we're done with the fox um so it didn't even spoil anything for me nothing i don't know you know i think the only spoiler really is sort of the end um well the, that also depends on how you played it right that is also true but like well uh, maybe it's a spoiler for me because i read it and y'all just played it um and so all oh, right maybe yeah you know but when we're seeing the thing that we're seeing, I knew the result, if, if that makes any sense, without spoiling it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I... Does it worth the watch? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, although I would say, if you are not accustomed to slow movies, you might not like it. Sure. I can see someone not liking it. Um, however, I can't see anybody saying it's bad. I can see it. You, you know what I mean? Like it's obviously well-made. It has a 52% audience score. So it's yeah. pretty divisive, which is to be expected. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to watch it. I don't know if I want to watch it in, in, uh, in theaters though, obviously without, without a group of people to see it with me. Yeah, I, I watched it by myself, I'll figure, I'll figure and I, I really liked it. Um, if I hadn't had that kid behind me, I would have had like a, a perfect time. Word, word. I, I really, I appreciate movies like this without the group aspect. Okay. Like um, I saw um, Jackie, that... Uh, yeah, the... Kelly Hortman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw that by myself, and I thought that really enhanced the experience for me. Interesting. Um, I don't not, know if until I get there, you know. Well, that's true. That's what, yeah, yeah. That's the hard part. No, because we also, I, I think we were all surprised by the tone and the pace of the movie. Yeah. Did, it, did everybody else like it? Mostly. Yeah, everyone enjoyed it. Everyone in our party enjoyed it. That's good. But anyway, I think go that's see it. it. Go see it in the theater. Go, go see think. it. Go see it. Um, and we're not going to rate it since it wasn't uh, on our power rankings for last year. Um, but that might, we might change how we do that going forward next year, but, uh, we'll, we'll stick to the rules for now, but let's, let's get into the news. Dylan, what'd you find this week? 
We got lots of uh, Marvel and Disney news this week, and then a couple hey. others. Normally, it's mostly DC, but here we are. Um, I'm sure y'all heard the big one, the Scarjo v. Disney oh, uh, yes. dispute. Yeah, it's yeah. the hot topic everyone's talking about. Of course, it happened right after we, basically last week, yeah, all the week. So it seems like old news, but it's new for the pod. Uh, in case you have somehow haven't heard, uh, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney based on the fact that they put Black Widow simultaneously on Disney Plus. Um, and just to like summarize what she's doing, um. Technically, apparently, Disney didn't break their contract, but there's like a quote good faith part of the contract where like it means that you can't like sidestep something in like a really obvious way. Um, and just like if you're saying, Oh, I'll only if we were if Bedrock was like, I'll only sell Marvel comics, and then like we put like a S on our books and it was like Smarvel and we're like well we're selling Smarvel comics not Marvel you know like you can't do right. stuff like that you know that's like a good, a, that's what a good faith clause is and she's saying they breached that by putting it on Disney Plus because even though they're giving her some of the premium access money um, the argument is that she's getting people to sign up for Disney Plus um, instead of the go to the theater and then Disney will see the revenue of that for years to come and she'll see none of it you know Right. Uh, her. This is for her and her team, not just her. Um, and then since then, it's been rumored that Emma Stone is doing the same thing for Corella. Um, and I know before this, uh, there's something similar with um, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt with Paramount, but no one talked about that because John Krasinski's a man, so it wasn't right. like a big uh, topic like it is here. <laughs> exactly. But um, not wrong. Uh, Disney fired back. And they said, hold on, what's the quote here? It was a little bit of a low blow. They decided to go the uh, smearing route. And they said that she had a callous disregard of the pandemic. Um, And that, like, basically they're saying, well, everyone's losing money. So you should just, you know, suck it up. Yeah, deal with it. But, like, it's a very complicated issue. But I think... I don't want to defend ScarJo because we know how she is, but like she's in the right here. Like this happens many times. Like it has to be someone in a lister to start this, like getting rights for creative talent for that go on streaming, you know? Um, right. Like Taylor Swift did it with Spotify. Like it's, it's got to be someone big that's got to do it first. So if they go to court, uh, a lot of people are saying they're going to settle because. Disney wants to make Scarlett Johansson happy, you know, so they can work together again. She has, she's supposedly, supposedly doing the Tower of Terror movie with them coming soon. Who knows if that's happening now? But um, I don't know. If they settle, to me, that means anyone has the right to claim that they deserve some of the Disney Plus money, you know? Yes, I guess. So that. I don't see them doing that. Maybe they'll just give her some money and not, not make it part of the subscription. I don't know. Um, I think their contracts going to be very different going forward about whether or not things will go on Disney Plus and if you'll get any money from that. They, they, but, they definitely have to be because you know they the 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 landscape has changed, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's a new world, and 
But she apparently lost $50 million because they put it in theaters. Just estimating what she would have made from ticket sales versus what it actually made. And I don't know. I just think it's pretty rich of like Disney to call someone greedy, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And like, don't say like a callous disregard of the pandemic when like maskless Disney World is open, you know? Like, right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, stop. Like, you can't take, don't take the moral high ground. You can argue the semantics of the contract, I feel like. But, you, yeah, you I don't can, know. You can hardly like put yourself over as like the great saviors, but then also. But this is know. just something interesting that we didn't consider when we were talking about theaters versus streaming for movies yeah. going forward. Because like the creative talent does get back in pay for tickets, you know, and stuff. tickets and everything, and they're just all like the studios are making all the money, and the creatives are just like, you know, sol right now, you know. Right. So it's. It is unfortunate. That's not something I had thought of before, but I don't know. I don't know what the solution is here. I don't see Disney being like, okay, y'all can have a piece of the subscriber money for Disney Plus because how do you calculate that? You know, because right. Cruella also came out. So did Jungle Cruise a couple weeks after Black Widow. Like, you can't say, well, this month Black Widow pulled in this many subscribers. There's no like metric for it either. You know, I, I mean, I think they would have to adopt I mean, something could be. similar to the music thing, right? It's like the number of streams or something. Yeah. Well, that's for the movie, but that's hard. Though. She's arguing that people are signing up for Disney Plus because of Black oh. Widow and then staying They're like they're sure. now they're signed up and Disney's getting a monthly revenue. Prove that, like, unfortunately, yeah, there's no way to say this. This how many people did it? Yeah, because there's also Loki coming out at the same time. Maybe they signed up for Loki, you know, like right. simultaneously. Who knows? And Blackwood has a nice bonus, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a tough one for sure. But I definitely, uh, yeah, that's it's it sucks, unfortunately. Um, and and it is like I think Dylan said it in the chat. Like it's also kind of hard to side with ScarJo, like a <laughs> million dollar, you know, multi million dollar celebrity here. It is millionaires fighting over money, but like we said, like it is her and her entire team, you know, and also like she's not the only one that get paid gets paid, like her talent agency and her stylist and all those people the rest of the staff or the rest of the cast as well. You know what I mean? Like this wouldn't just be Scarlett Johansson. Like if Disney loses this, then they're gonna have to pay everybody everybody else. Pay everybody that has back end deals. I mean, like small small people don't have back back end deals, but like you know, all the main cast does. Yeah, I thought it, I do think it's cool that she like was a bit of a team player and waited for the press junket in the movie to have come out before doing this. You know, yeah, like yeah. she promoted the movie and was like, "We're gonna go see Black Widow," and then it's like, "Okay, it's been out a couple weeks. Like, now I'm gonna do okay. it." Okay, listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it does take someone like this to do it first. So if, I think if she wins, it's a win for talent everywhere. You know, so I yeah. hope she does. I hope. I hope John Krasinski wins. I hope Emily Blunt, I mean, not Emily Blunt, Emily, Emma Stone gets her money too. Because I think Corella yeah. would have done really well if it was just theaters also. Absolutely. I don't know. Very true. I feel like the pandemic lesson has been, I'm sorry, Ron, that theaters are the only way to go. <laughs> is that the lesson or is that can, like... Well, they haven't been making a lot of money on streaming. They've pissed off creative people and studio or moviegoers have been um conditioned to be uh entitled to seeing things for free at home rather than paying for them 
Sure. So I think that's like a triple whammy. It's just like, there's like been a hundred year understanding of how movies are released. I know it's like very traditional to say like, that's how it should continue to be. But like, you can watch a movie at home in a couple months, you know? It's not like that you can never true. watch it at home. Like You're not wrong. The complaint is like, I want to watch it now, which is very like, I don't know. Right. People got to get paid for the work they do. However, Let's... COVID hasn't stopped. So there you go. <laughs> That's will true. We, but... Will we be at home by the end of the year? Probably. We're going to find out, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think people are, I think it's going to carry over after COVID then. I think they really screwed over theaters. Oh, I think well, people, sure. People are, even with Black Widow being on streaming but having to be paid for, everyone's like, well, all the Warner Brothers movies are free. Why do I have to pay for Black Widow? You know? Yeah. It's going to be the same home. thing. It's like when Shang-Chi comes out and everyone has to go to the theater, and they're like, well, it's not Black Widow at home. You know? Yeah. It's just right. like, yeah. it's, it's hard to e- ease people out of that, I feel like. But here we are. Um, speaking of easing them out of it, uh, Eternals and Free Guy have been confirmed to be uh, theater only releases. We're not doing Disney Plus for it. So, no messes there. Sorry if you wanted to. Also, wait, one more point about the streaming. Um, it's worth noting that Black Widow is globally the number one most pirated like file, you know, in the last oh, month. Sure. It's, I mean, no surprise. It, it hurts it a lot when there's like a pristine copy of a movie on the internet. You know, for sure. Like it's hard to because movies you make your money in the theater and then you make it at home again. You get the double whammy. And now you're not getting that anymore when there's like a beautiful 4K copy on on the pirate pay. So I can't I can't imagine that a Blu-ray of this is gonna do great. I mean it'll do fine, but sure. I mean it's gonna sail to some people, but not to not to the vast majority for sure. I mean I stopped buying Marvel Blu-rays. Yeah. You know, it's the only one I still buy my still books. Yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, we'll have to watch Eternals and Free Guy uh, in theaters only. So no you Disney assume Plus. Black Widow didn't do that well, Disney Plus, for them to put out Eternals and Free Guy. Either that, or they don't want to have to pay people. Yeah, like, this with, could be. They a don't want to get sued again. So yeah. whatever it is, it's not out of the goodness of their heart, you know. Oh, for sure. Um, no offense to Disney, but their their business, they want their money. Um. Jungle Cruise opened to 90 million this weekend, which wow. is should be around 300 million, something like that. Yeah, uh, but these and, numbers are going up though. Uh, aren't they? It's around yeah, uh it's not as good as Black Widow, but it's it would never be as good as Black Widow, right. so but yes, they're going up, but that 90 million number includes 30 million from Disney Plus. Um so 60 million globally is pretty bad. Um, yeah. I didn't see it. I want to, but I, Green Knight came out the same either. day, so sorry. Um, do, you, do you have any interest, either of y'all, in Jungle Cruise? Yeah, 30 million from Disney Plus. Uh huh. That's Is that good? Um, Black Widow got 60 million, so it's, okay. it's good. It's decent. I, that's wild. And they get to keep all that money, you know? They yeah, normally that's have real to split they normally have to split it with the people who are helping them put it out, but now they're they just get to keep it all of it. They just so. keep thirty million, yeah. That's wild. But to answer your question, them. I have I have no interest in seeing Jungle Cruise. Neither do I. I, I, I kind of want to see it. Have you you've done the ride, I assume? Or no? No, actually. Interesting. I have not. I've never been to Disney, so 
Neither have I. But I like Emily Blunt and The Rock, and it looks stupid. Um, I know Chris Foreman really liked it, but he's also a big Disney fan. So, um, it's some business who they're targeting to. Yeah, right, of the, course. The Disney fans for sure. I don't know. It looks entertaining. Um, it looks like a good theater movie. Uh, we'll see. There's too much competition right now. That, that that's what's working against it in my in my case. Um, right. But uh, let's see. We got a date for Hawkeye. Um, they revealed that it's the next Disney Plus show, which is surprising because it was supposed to be Miss Marvel in the fall. But now it is Hawkeye in in the fall. It's in November. Um, let's see. I have my Disney dates here. It's hard to be upset about Miss Marvel when we have six MCU things that have yet to come out and we have five right. months left in the year, you know? Right. Um, so... Hawkeye is November 24th. Um, just as a recap, August 11th, next week, is What If, then oh, wow. Shang-Chi on September 3rd, then Venom on September 24th, then Eternals on November you, 5th. You hear the controversy about that. The recent trailer didn't have a date on it. People are speculating it's going to be a push for some reason. It's always possible. I mean, um, Hawkeye that's... November 24th, and Spider-Man No Way Home December 17th. It's possible this stuff gets moved. I mean, like they just canceled yeah. that San Antonio convention because Owen Wilson, uh, Ewan McGregor, and Hayden Christensen all bailed because of the the Delta, Delta variant. So. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate, but any date you see is a maybe right now. I feel like right. you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot to go on based on the photo. It's just Kate and Clint talking. Um, but I'm cool. very excited. I, I'm excited for it. I'm okay with this release switch because I feel like Black Widow leads into Hawkeye, and then uh-huh. I feel like Miss Marvel will lead into the Marvels. You know, yeah, yeah. Because she's in that, so I feel like this makes more sense. I'm not sure if that's. I don't know why they did it, but because Miss Marvel's been shot for a while, um, but who knows? Who knows why they did? But. I'm okay with this. We have enough Marvel content. Like we used to get one movie every couple of years, you know. Like I'm okay. Right. Yeah. We're we're spoiled for choice at this point. Yeah. Um, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is still in the works. I think it just started production, but it cast uh, Namor's apparently sister, Namora. <laughs> cousin. Very, uh, oh yeah, cousin. Sorry. It's cousin. Namora. Uh, not Gamora. Namora. No, Namora. Uh, why is Namora? Um, <laughs> uh, what's her name? Sorry, I lost it. Mabel Cadena. Um, I don't know her. I don't know her. But <laughs> I don't know her. I don't know. I, I, also, I, I, have, I also don't know her either. I don't know how to weigh in on this because I don't know the character, the actress, or the story of the movie. Dylan, who, who reported this? Murphy's Multiverse, of course. Oh, wow. Of course. That's a, um, such a reputable site. So are y'all... Unfortunately. Are y'all Nemora fans? Um, Never heard of her. I don't know her. I've heard of her. but I've seen her. I don't know her. I don't know her. She's um, Mara. She's Marvel's Mara. <laughs> that looks... Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you, Dylan? Um, okay. She is known for... I'm looking at it. A bunch of things that are in Spanish. So, um, 
I don't I don't know her as an actress. She must be good if they cast her because Marvel doesn't mess with their casting, I feel like. That is true. I'm sure someone's typing curiously. Right. Um actually. <sighs> actually. Yeah, they um, hate uh Miss Marvel, right? I mean uh, not Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. They do. Sure, yeah. Um well actually. Uh Doctor Strange 2. Um, there's more wild speculation online. Multi's Murphy Murphyverse style reporting. Uh-huh. Um, this is from two sources, though, so you never know. There might be some truth to it. But um, the the word on the street is that Haley Atwell's uh, Captain Carter. She's in What If. She's in every episode of What If that's been confirmed. So she's like maybe the main character of it. But she's like supposed to be live action in Doctor Strange Multiverse. What? I would love this. That'd be amazing. I like that's going to be lit. A lot. Remember Agent Carter. Remember, R. remember. I like, but it. she's a she's a standout. I feel like um, based on the reviews, we'll see. But um, I would love this. What about y'all? Absolutely, super excited. I'm. I, I think that's awesome. I'm very much looking forward to um, what if as well. So I'm happy to see <sighs> my hype level is through I, the roof for what if. I'm real upset. I thought it was this this Wednesday, oh. like today. That's I was like, oh, cool. I got like the week off. It's going to be lit now. now. You could have stayed up till two. Could have been that time. Stayed up, dog. Yeah. Oh, well. They confirmed that it is MCU canon. What if? The super That it's just part of the MCU multiverse, which is pretty interesting. Excellent. Good dog. I would be shocked if we don't see any ramifications from what if into like some other stuff. But um, if you're hoping to see Dave Bautista, voicing Drax in it. Some people aren't returning, him included. Um, he will not be returning because apparently he was not asked. He revealed on Twitter. And James Gunn was also like, what? Why not? So, I don't know, there's some Disney discourse, but he's been fighting with Disney for, like, years. Very so. professional. Nobody wants him back. Get rid of him. It's interesting. Over. I wonder why he wasn't asked. Is he that bad to work with? Uh, I wonder if he... You think he's going to be in Guardians 3? Yeah, he is. For sure, and the holiday uh, special. That's I do know holidays. that. I do know that the way uh, some of these MCU contracts work is that they have like a certain number of things they will they're contracted to appear in, like an eight picture deal or something. So it's possible that they would have to check something off their list if they if this, put if Brie Larson as Captain. Like she's someone who's not returning. So maybe if she voiced Captain Marvel, they would be like they wouldn't have to have her in a movie going forward. You know. Sure. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. Same with I don't see other, any other excuse for her or um, Benedict Cumberbatch, people like that who aren't reprising their roles. It's just interesting. Um, yeah. Let's see. We got a okay. So there's a we got our first look, first concept art look slash you know official look at Kamala Khan as Miss Marvel. This is in the form of a a, a standout like uh no a standee. Sorry. <laughs> A life-size standee. Um, but the, the big takeaway is there's been rumors that her powers are going to be different in the show than they are in the comics. In okay. the show, in the, in the comics, she's got like Reed Richards-style powers. But they've been saying in the show she'll have like purple Green Lantern-style powers. Like literally that's what they've been saying. And then this, I think this pretty much confirms it because that's not a thing that happens in the comics. And on her hand is like a purple construct looking thing like a Very hard shell like a yeah, think, imagine like, like a crystal translucent glove yeah uh-huh i think she's gonna have like 
constructs, you know, so things that she it's does in the comics. I kind of get it because I think it blends her in a little bit better with the whole Marvel's family. And I honestly, I don't like her powers in the comics. Like they're kind of boring. And Sorry. also, if you're like, already gonna, if you're gonna bring in, you know, Fantastic Four, you, you're gonna. You it don't it have would just be this. her powers again on Reed Richards. Right. It's you think exciting. they're gonna make her a uh, an Inhuman? No. Inhumans. I'd be shocked. That'd be wild. Canceled. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Feige right. hates Inhumans. You never know; it's possible. But um. I remember that show. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. seeing it in IMAX. Yikes. Um, are you guys? Uh, part of me is bummed though because it's not comics accurate. You know, like it's. It, I feel like the whole Inbigin thing has been a little iconic, so it's kind. I'm kind of bummed that's not going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, you're always going to lose some people, or at least pretend to lose some people who are like, "Oh, it's not comics accurate. I'm not going to watch it." But I'm surprised um, they haven't given her a new power in the comics to to match this stuff. I know they kind of because like like America Chavez has got a new power, right? In her comic book, what's her new power? I don't know. I have no clue. Oh, okay. I heard about it though. So uh, I need to read that. Born in the USA. Yeah, born in the um, USA. Yeah, it's okay. interesting. I don't know. I think it might be more visually uh, arresting to see this, you know, yeah. than a big fist. But we'll see. Uh, we got our first look at the Lord of the Rings TV show, which is rumored to have like a four hundred fifty million dollar budget. Something, something insane, crazy, right? Like, oh. yeah. Um, this it looks very good. Okay, it's just it's just some landscapes that we're looking at. Okay, uh, so I got I got thoughts. Like, okay, everybody's thot. I got thoughts. Everyone's freaking out. Like, like, oh my god, this looks amazing. It's a render of a background. That's not a set. They didn't build that. Like this, uh, this image is very pretty. But the render looks good, though. But the render, looks it looks good. cinematic. Sure, but I mean, like, it's I nothing to freak out over. You're right. I think it's. It, I mean, Michael, Michael's at, ready to hate, though. Oh, not. I'm. I'm ready to love it. But like. Just look at the title of the article that, uh, you know, look a breathtaking first look image. Okay. Can I get those clicks, Michael? <laughs> it, it looks like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones, honestly. Like, if you told me that that was a, you know, what's the what's the Game of Thrones prequel coming out? The Beetle and Bumpy? What's the, his name? The Dragons <laughs> of the West or whatever. What, the Chicken and the Egg, something yeah, like yeah, that. Duncan Egg? Yes. Yeah. If you told me it was from Duncan Egg, then I'd you know, oh, okay. Is that some King's Landing thing? I mean, there aren't many shows that look as good as this image. That is okay. Fair enough. That's true. I'm just hoping we see the 450 million dollars. Oh, we know? definitely. I hope it's not just cast. You know, it's not because there's not famous people in it really. Oh, I guess you're. I guess you're right. Like, but this <laughs> is better see out, it in um, the CGI. We finally have a date too, right? Yeah, September second, 2022. Sure, I'm excited. To watch it in a year to give Jeffrey Bezos our money. Hopefully, we anymore. hopefully it, it gets done by then. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> it, I don't know, they've had so long to do it. They're just filming in a green screen field, you know. Sure, right. Um, let's see. My last one is that we have some DC casting for Blue Beetle in the form of this is the Jaime Reyes movie, not. Ted Cord, in the form of the Cobra Kai star, Zolo Mariduena. 
Um, right. it, it wasn't, we weren't sure if that was official, but then he showed up at the Suicide Squad premiere with an official unveiling, like with the director, like here's your Jaime, you know? So it's 100% Ooh. confirmed, assuming they make the movie. Um, but that's cool. I don't know what else to say because it's it's cool. I haven't watched Cobra Kai, have y'all? No, the new one. No, have not, unfortunately. Definitely not. But Jaime's cool. I hope I they they uh, pull it pull this off. You know, I would like to see a good Jaime uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah, I mean, the more representation, the better. Too, we have no Hispanic or Latinx superheroes, and now we're gonna have Supergirl. Batgirl, Jaime, America, you know, several are coming up. Right. Yeah. Um, Namor and Black Panther. So bring them on, you know? Absolutely. That's, That's all fun. I got. Ron, what'd you find this week? I got, did y'all do my news last week? No, I assume not. No, no. not. Cool. Cool. How much time we got left? I mean, no, t- no time at all. Cool. I'll run through the, the quick ones. Dude. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West got delayed to 2022. It happens. Games that get delayed, they need yeah. a little bit more time. So it's coming out 2022, probably early 2022. Uh, you know, so, you know, I never played the first one. You ready? It's a good game. It's so you, should good. It. you should definitely it's play good. it. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, beautiful. It's on Game Pass. Oh, yeah, it is. I, it, I made that up. It, I thought oh, that was a PS4 up. exclusive. Yeah, it's, it's probably not. All I right, didn't believe. Uh, the Pokemon company made a real life version of the Gen One bike. I saw that. That's cool. If you know, is it is it ten million dollars? Fans, uh, I do not see. It is uh, because I don't know. In the Gen One game, it's like ten million. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was a so. lot of a lot of money. A lot of Pokemon dollars, uh, but then it's not telling me a price on this one. So who knows? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not mass produced. It's some weird like Nintendo promo thing that you, they only made three and tried to find it. Couldn't see it. Anyway, that's all right. So that's cool though. I mean, go look at it. It looks just like the bike. It's pretty dope. Oh, ugly. Uh, and then the big news. <laughs> yeah, the Dylan news. Ariana Grande is headlining Fortnite's Rift Tour with. I can't miss music, musical journey. So it's cool. <laughs> I can tell you're excited. Know, the way the way you read that headline. It's, told me uh, very it's August uh, Friday uh, at six p.m. She's a uh, she's a uh, you know it's a a riff tour with I'm Ariana Grande. The Arianators are all uniting, and we're going to the, Yeah, there's two skins for Ariana. You can you can play as Ariana too. You don't just go Obviously. to the concert. Yeah, um, I'm very excited about that. So is that is this gonna get you in for, into Fortnite? No. <laughs> but I, I saw they Fortnite's just every what don't they have now? They're like fun. Exactly. You know? Yeah, they do, they do they what they want, man. Add new Street Fighter skins today or something. I don't know. I have no They clue. added yeah, they added Cammy and Guile from Street there Fighter. There you go. Easy enough. It's like, okay, we're gonna have Pokemon there soon, you know. Hey man, Fortnite's killing it, all right? I respect it. So there you go. That's my news. I had a that's lot it? more, but whatever. We'll, we'll talk about news uh, that's later. It. That's it? That's it. That's all Come I got. Come on. Give me something else. What, what, what did we miss out on last week? What's the good ones? Uh, the, the Eisner Awards happened last week. Uh, I'll run down some of the winners for the, the uh, Eisner Awards. 
Okay. Uh, best continuing series, uh, Usagi Yojimbo. So that's cool. Uh, best limited series was Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen by Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber. Uh, let's see. Best new series, Black Widow by Kelly Thompson. Okay. Ah, and Elena uh, Casa Grande. That's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? Who else is in here? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, best publication for kids age 9 to 12 was Superman Smashes the Clan. So that's a good Excellent. one. That's a good one. Uh, best publication for teens, 13 to 17, is Dragon Hoops by Gene Yang. Oh, there was one in here that was really good. Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, but the the Eisner is always an exciting time, you know. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's always cool. It's, I mean, you get to you get to hear about books you probably haven't heard of. Right. Like, oh, cool. There's probably something I should like, read. You know, like, like, like something like Usagi, right? Because like I don't read that. Usagi Ojimbo. Yeah, exactly. But, like, been going on forever. But like, you know, if it's winning an ongoing best ongoing, like, okay. probably should check it out, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, all right, maybe I'll pay attention uh, now. Best U.S. edition of international material, uh, Romina by Junji Ito. So you yes, know, always, always good Junji Ito. Uh, the best writer uh, was James Tinian the fourth. Okay. He won for, you know, something's killing the children, wind, Batman, Department of Truth, all that good stuff. And then best writer artist uh was Junji Ito once again. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, dude. Some good nice. stuff. Some good stuff out there. Best cover artist, Peach Momoko. Fan of favorite course. Marvel, Marvel uh cover artist. So yeah, we stand. some good stuff. Some good stuff. Go check out all the other winners. There's a bunch. They break them down by some good categories. So yeah. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. All All right. That's all I got. Um, I don't have that much, so we're going to get to it. Um, Wrestling news. I don't know. Ron, have you seen the big releases? There's some big big names have been let go. No, I ain't seen nothing. All right. So in a not so surprising, I guess, or doesn't really Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair um, got released. Um, I heard about that. I'm sorry. I thought Dylan was joking. No, I heard about it on Twitter. Right, yeah, Ric Flair got released. I mean, he hasn't been. In he ain't wrestled. No, but I mean, he's been on TV. But like, in a, was he in commentating a, or he? No, was he, he was like. So his daughter, uh, Charlotte, works for the right, right. And he escorts her and does okay gimmick sure, and sure. he does gimmick stuff. Sure. But um, you know, okay, that's not that surprising. However, well, he's about to get put in the Hall of Fame real soon. He's I'm already sure. in there. Okay, that's well, whatever. It don't, whatever, times. it's fine. Uh, yeah, but the big one is Bray Wyatt got released. Oh, word. Right. And Bray Wyatt is a huge name. You about to go AEW, boy. Okay, so so maybe. So there's a lot of speculation. So Bray Wyatt got released. And Bray Wyatt is sort of famous for being very creative and very fully embodying his character and getting himself over uh, no matter what they give him. And just being very fan, a fan, a fan favorite, if you will. Um, but they just consistently bury him and they'll build him up, build him up, build him up. And then he'll just go lose the big match every single time, take out all steam, whatever. So anyway, um, he got released. He has only been on TV once since WrestleMania, which was in March. Um, and he, uh, so there's a couple reports here, like that say that maybe he, um, took himself off of TV because he was taking the death of John Huber very hard. John Huber uh, was played Brody Lee in WWE. Okay. Um, uh, 
they were good friends and stable mates together in the Wyatt family clan. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't watch whatever that, whatever that thing was called, but they were homies. Uh, they were good friends. So it took the, he took his death very hard earlier in uh, the year. Um, but I think, I mean, obviously AEW is a solid choice for him coupled with the rumors that we had last week of so, strong rumors of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan popping over as well. Because they, Bryan... they, they haven't, CM Punk hasn't wrestled in a while. CM Punk hasn't wrestled in a very long time. He's a okay. he is, and said he is not wrestling yeah. again. Dylan, I love it. I didn't even hear what he said. He said he's a writer. I mean, author CM Punk. He thinks he is. I'm sorry. Uh, he's also an actor. You mean Phil? Phil Brooks? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, Phil Brooks? Actor, Phil Brooks. No um, longer a chick magnet. Yeah, no longer chick magnet punk. But anyway, <laughs> so like there's a lot of exciting <laughs> stuff because so CM Punk is one of the most popular wrestlers of the modern era. Uh, and yeah, for sure, for sure. Left WWE on top, you know, uh, in popularity and was getting booked terribly and blah, blah, blah. But looks like he might be showing up and Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan, as he was known in WWE, is going to be showing up. So it looks like a lot of these top tier talents are going to be coming over to AEW. So it's very, very exciting times. Um, but I just don't understand from WWE standpoint, like, why would you get rid of Bray Wyatt? Like, he's so yeah, popular. Know. That's such an asset to another company. Get rid of some scrubs because they said that it's like for budget reasons. Like, get out of here. Get rid of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, it's not. Nah, it has to be something, something in the back end. We probably don't know. Right. Uh, my conspiracy theory is that they're trying to replicate what happened in the 90s when WCW was poaching all of WWF's talent. Uh, they bankrupted themselves, essentially. By spending oh, much money. sure. So sure they're, trying, sure. they're trying to salary cap them. But the gag is the guy that owns AEW owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham FC yeah, in this one. He is the he is the richest person of Pakistani origin in the world. Blowing money, dog. Get out of here. Um, yeah, so no, that's not happening. I got I got one piece of gaming news. Um, WizKids, who does all of our paint night kits, uh, and does all those wonderful pre um, pre primed cheap miniatures. Um, it's going to be coming out with two new product lines. They're going to be doing sprue-based miniatures, which are different, kind of more like a Gundam or more like a, um, a Games Workshop-style model that, you know, the arms come off and the torso is... Oh, cool, then, So, because right now, like, the biggest complaint about the WizKids ones is that, yes, they are very cheap, and yes, they're pre-primed, but it's kind of hard to, you know, get underneath someone's chin when it's, like, right. tucked into the armor, right? Mm. Or it's hard to get under dude's back when he's got a cape on, you know? So that's super dope. They're going to be working on that. But to me, the more exciting thing is they're going to have a new line of paint called prismatic prismatic paint. Um, and that is going to be like um, uh, contrast paint that Games Workshop sells. Contrast paint uh, came out a couple of years ago and it's like revolutionized uh, miniature painting. You, you might think it's kind of hard to make a new type of paint, um, but they did. And uh, this you all might not know this by you all I mean Ron and Dylan but um, there's steps of painting a miniature where you know you paint it and then you wash it there's a type of paint called a wash that is like a very uh, watery runny paint that you put it on you slap it all over the, the model and then it like goes and sits in the crevices and like the the recesses and then that creates shadow and makes it look like there's all this depth and contrast paint has that built into it it has like it's regular paint with a wash in it 
and it's like cheating. You just do one coat, paint it all on, and your model looks amazing. And so, but those are pretty expensive at about nine to ten dollars a bottle for like the little bottles. Um, but WizKids has always been pretty inexpensive, and they're going to be coming out with their own line of paint called Prismatic Paints, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, so we have that to look forward to um, next. Uh, looks like holiday season this year. Um, and then we have some horror stuff. Not too much, um, but let's see. Um, we'll do the non-trailer uh, ones first. Uh, there's going to be a new documentary coming out from Hellmouth Studios, um, Hel Hellmouth Pictures, excuse me, called Teen Screams. And it is a documentary about the history of teen horror cinema. And I'm all about that. I think that sounds very exciting. And I'm going to watch dope. that. Right yeah absolutely into that um so we don't know much about it other than there's a poster um but the poster is cool um so there's also an article that came out about scream the new scream um film and as you will call will, will recall this is the first scream that won't have wes craven attached to it because he passed away um and they said that it's going to um take unique risks and will have franchise Easter, Easter eggs. And Scream has a date of January 14th, 2022, which is not exciting that it's coming out in January. So that- I mean, does that really mean anything anymore? Well, in a normal year, yes. I mean, Dark Tower came out in January. Like that's where you dump a movie that sucks. Yeah, but that was pre-COVID. <laughs> right, exactly. So like, I don't know, Dylan, do you think like you can put a lot of weight in the January release at this point? No. Or do you think they'll just take what they can get for now? January's still bad, I think. You think so? Really? Interesting. It's not a good sign. Like a good movie can come out in January, but it's not a good sign. Yeah. Uh, they said they're, they're going to take some of its own unique risks and carve out its own path in the series. Um, it's going to be uh, directed by uh, Matt Bettinelli Olpin and Taylor Gillett. Um, uh, and produced by Chad Valea, uh, members of the filmmaking group known as Radio Silence from Ready or Not, VHS, and Southbound. So I know two of those movies, and they're good. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hopeful about Scream, um, but not optimistic. Uh, last non-trailer news is... Um, as I've been keeping y'all up to date on, they're re-releasing all of Dario Argento's, well, they've done three, um, of Dario Argento's um, cinema uh, achievements in uh, 4K home releases. Uh, they've done Bird with Crystal Plumage and Cat of Nine Tales. Uh, and now in 4K, they have announced Deep Red is coming out. And again, they are going to have a limited edition original Italian artwork cover that you can only get pre-ordering through boutique shops like Diabolic DVD or Grindhouse. Um, if you want it, uh, do it now because Cat of Nine Tails sold out in a week. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be $42. I got mine and it's a brand new 4K restoration of the original 127 minute Italian version and the 105 minute um, export version that came out in America. So Oof. There's two new, completely new restorations of the movie. Very exciting. Deep Red is fantastic. Um, you can pre-order the regular one on Amazon too if you want. Um, but get the get the cool one. 
Um, but anyway, we got some trailers this week. So there was a new trailer for a movie called Mosquito State. I dropped, uh, we, we, we covered the little teaser uh, yeah. four, four months or so ago. And they have, this is a new thing that's going to come out uh, on Shudder um, August 26th. And this trailer definitely gave us a lot more to look at and a big sense of tone. And I really actually like this trailer a lot. Um, the synopsis is August 2007, isolated in his austere penthouse overlooking Central Park. Obsessive Wall Street data analyst Richard Boca sees ominous patterns. His computer models are behaving erratically, as are the swarms of mosquitoes breeding in his apartment, an infestation that in- attends his psychological meltdown. This is saying it has big David Cronenberg vibes. It's, um, it's won some Best Cinematography Awards and Best Special Effects uh, at a couple of different film festivals. Um, what did y'all think of this trailer? I thought the cinematography was very impressive. It yeah. didn't really tell me a lot about what the story is still. No, exactly. I don't know what it's about other than dudes got bugs. I like the colors in this trailer too. Yeah. Like yeah. The color palette. It, it looks real good. I, I, it looks really watchable. Yeah, for I, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Um, so we got that. Um, we got a clip um of uh, so actually the nighthouse trailer came out um from uh searchlight and that this comes out at end of the month i think or no two weeks two weeks this is from searchlight uh with rebecca hall directed by somebody who i don't remember um but this movie i we, we had a teaser we talked about uh, i want to say a month or two ago um but this new trailer looks really really good man uh, I'm really into it. Um, go look at it. Um, it's directed by David Bruckner, who did the signal VHS in VHS. Uh, well, he oh, did. Yeah, um, I like VHS. He did Amateur Night on VHS. He did one of the it. one of the things yeah. on that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's also done a, a really good movie called The Ritual, uh, which is this UK horror movie from a couple of years back. Is it real good? The first trailer had me, and then this one still does. It's got an 88 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is very good for a horror movie. Yes. Um, I don't know. I'm very excited about it. Me too. I don't um, know what it's about still. It's like yeah, a woman didn't really tell you is having some kind of like struggles with her partner. And then there's a, it turns out he has a house across the, he, he lake got a or house. something. And it's identical to her house, but inverted. I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you what it's no, about. No, I, I, uh, yeah. I very similar to Mosquito uh, State. I also don't really know what this movie's about other than vibes, you know. I don't need the trailer um, to tell me everything. So no, I like that about a about a thing, about a movie. Um, so my last two stories are about films that are coming out at um, the what is it called the Locano Locaro uh, Film Festival. Um, the first one is going to be um, called Mad God by Phil Tippett. And this is kind of an interesting um, trailer. Did y'all see this? Did y'all watch this? I missed this one. I saw okay. it. Okay. It's it's very strange. Uh, what did you think of the trailer, Dylan? Before we go so into it. So it started, and I was like, this looks like Star Wars. And then it said, 
from Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So it's just like puppet stuff, but I couldn't. When I say I did couldn't tell what the narrative was, there was truly no. Well, two there, shots that looked like they were from the same movie. Well, there so I was is very no, confused. There is no narrative. Um, okay, that makes sense. Um, so it's from Phil Tippett, who is the VFX wizard behind um, Star Wars, Jurassic Park, and some other movies. He's been working on this movie for 30 years. That's wild, dude. Uh-huh. Um, this movie looks insane. It does. It looks bananas. And he says that there is actually no narrative structure to the movie. Um Okay, and that, and that he says I've shown it to I've I've shown it to lots of people, and they've all told me they loved it, but they know that some people are going to hate it. Uh, okay, so it's it's debuting at this um, Locarno Film Festival, which is in Switzerland, which is a art house sort of a uh, film festival, and he says he's going to sit in the theater and pull out his iPhone and count the number of people that walk out, huh. and. He says this, and this is his last movie. But I, if you think you know anything about stop motion or you appreciate animation, like stop motion animation or animatronics, go check this out because it looks oh yeah, for crazy. sure. He's yeah. been working on this for thirty years. It's yeah, it's I, I definitely, definitely want to watch, watch it. Sure. I definitely want to watch it. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what to expect out of it. Yeah, um, for he, sure. Uh, in an interview, someone asked, "Is there a conclusion to the story?" He goes, "In a sense, that makes sense to me." <laughs> yeah, I love it, dude. I mean, I don't know I mean, if I would enjoy watching this, but I, I think it's an him. experience, you know. Yeah, good for him. And he said this is after this, he's done with movies. So, but um, it seems then, like he's not bothered with making something that we would enjoy. No, true. I, I mean, if it yeah. takes you 30 years, clearly not. Um, <laughs> it's a bunch of monsters, mad scientists, blood. Uh, and he says Elsa. it's a montage, yeah, uh huh. But you know, go 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 uh, go look at the trailer. It's, Do it's we? Wild. There's um, breaking fast, fast and furious news. Do we want to talk about this real quick? What is it? It's real funny, real quick. Uh, Dwayne Johnson won't be returning for Fast Ten or Fast Eleven. Womp womp. What? I knew. But, I, I feel like I've podcast said that. canceled. But, but they're working on a Hobson Shaw sequel. Ah. So there you go. Um, I said that to Matt the other day and called me crazy. So if you're listening, Matt. So my last, right. my final bit of news is also evolving, involving the Locarno uh, Film Festival. Um, there's going to be a new film from debut director Charlotte Colbert. Um, the film is called She Will, and the uh, clip has been released. Um, this is a psychological horror film starring, starring Alice Krieg, um, who is a double mastectomy patient seeking respite at a rural Scottish a healing retreat who soon finds herself able to meet out revenge via her dreams. Um, and Alfonso Cuaron of Roma and Gravity fame is really championing this movie and is the one that is sort of like bringing it to the festival and doing press junkets and getting people to watch it. And he's saying, um, what, where is he saying? He's, he says very positive things about this movie. Oh, he says, um, she will sits in the tradition of great psychological horror films. The images, symbolism, and layers within the story slowly convey a metaphysical ecstasy, which leaves one questioning long after the film is finished. Charlotte Colbert has crafted a powerful debut. And this trailer, or it's not a, tra- it's not a trailer, it's a clip. Um, it definitely looks, doesn't look like someone's first movie. It looks really uh, well-made. 
I don't, I don't know other than what they've said. I don't know much for the story, but I think this clip is worth checking, checking out. Cause I think this is something that will hit uh, a major distribution. What'd you think of this? I hope so. Um, the clip was intriguing. It didn't, it, it's not a trailer, definitely not like designed to hook you. Yeah. So it did what it was meant to do, I guess, which and is to give a little sample, but I wouldn't say it made me want to run to see it or not see it. So I don't sure. know. I, I'm interested to see a trailer at this point. Yeah, me too. Me too. And the fact that you have a, a, a big name filmmaker championing it speaks, speaks well, but um, sure that's that's all i've got this week that's it what a wonderful week that's that that yeah i know right so much happened we got ron back we got a long episode you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a a a week without ron a a week with ron without a long episode i'm sorry actually that's a lie we had that we were we did an hour and a half last week long last week i'm sure yeah yeah Yeah, it's always long i feel like did we ever pre-rank uh suicide squad um, we did it in the chat, I think, to hold us to hold ourselves accountable, right? Right. Do you have that? Well, hold up. You and I did. I did it. I thought you just said bad. <laughs> no, I gave a number at some point. Okay, sorry, I'm not prepared. Um, no, it's all good. I, I, um, I'll, I'm going to pull up the the document here. So, if you're not familiar with the rating system, we rank everything on the CGC scale, and we do like to try to predict uh, what we're going to rank this movie. And since I think Rotten Tomato stuff is already out for this a little bit, right? Yes, yeah. it, we, it is sitting at a 96% right now. Whew, whew. Okay, that's high. All right, so, well, we did this, I think, the day before they went live because we were wanting to be accountable and not be pre-informed. Um, okay, I have the scores. Okay, excellent. I've covered enough time. Dylan found it. Thank you. <laughs> It was, it was um, far up there, that's for sure. Well, yeah, because of Ron's question that he didn't even ask on the podcast. We'll save it for later, I guess. Yeah, we'll save it for later. I forgot. Um, Michael gave it a 6.5. Okay. I gave it an 8.0. And Ron gave it a 6.0. Yep. Those are our pre-rankings. Those, that was before Rotten Tomatoes came out. I was like, hey, guys, the embargo is about to lift and we like to do this before the reviews come out so that we have like a pure prediction, you know, and uh, we all underestimated it. I will say, you know, we've said this a million times, but the Rotten Tomato percentage is how many people gave it a thumbs up and not a thumbs down. It's like a binary system. It's yes or no. So 96% of people said, yes, it's a good movie, you know? Um, yeah. not, not degrees of that like it's 60 percent or better out of 100 percent. so and a 60 percent film is definitely better it's different than a 90 percent film you know yes you know what it, I mean? it's like, not a 9.6 out of 10 right movie. it is a 96 percent of people said it was a 6 out of 10 or better yeah so, i'm trying to pull up the um the old one the Rotten Tomatoes page, so I can tell you the... Okay, it has a 7.9 out of 10 is the rating. Okay. And I had a 6.5, Ron had a 6, and you had an 8. You know, I yeah. had to make a new line for it on our Power Rankings page, because this was not on the 2020 ballot that we didn't do because of COVID. Wow. So We're into 2022. To, 2021. I had to put a, a new line on the bottom. Um, Are you all shocked that it is gagged and this well-received? How many reviews? 
102. Ooh, okay. That's not really I will say, I think it's going to drop a bit. I think they showed it to the best, the people. I think they tried to skew towards people who would really like it because some reviewers that I watch were like, I didn't get an invite. I don't know. I'll watch it oh, later, for, I guess. For real. You know? Yeah. Interesting. I think there's a little, you can you manipulate could, Rotten Tomatoes to an extent. A bit. Yeah, yeah for you sure. can be like, hey, let's get float a good number out there. Because it was 100 for a while, like when it first came out. Um, okay. I but get then it. <laughs> they got the headline they wanted, you know? Um, right. I'm not surprised. I, I mean, I'm not surprised at that high, but I mean, I hope I'm right. This doesn't mean it's going to be good. This doesn't mean we're going to like it, you know? But I've been excited for this and saying it's going to be well-received. So maybe they're on a redemption tour. We're going to find out. We'll see. We're, I mean, they've been making pretty good ones lately. We're gonna find out. We're gonna see it this Thursday at the Marquee at some time. I don't remember what time. We are gonna see it at the Marquee. I, I posted it at the uh, in the uh, the movies channel in our. Discord. Why is Ron shaking his head? Oh, because he wants to watch it on HBO. That's why right. he is gonna watch it on HBO. Hey, <laughs> Ron's anti-creator, anti-theater industry. That's a, that's a choice. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Ron is Ron's, Ron's pro Ron, and there's nothing wrong with that. Ron is boy, I appreciate it. Enjoy it while you can, because this is going to end this year. Yeah, it's yeah. The problem is next year is like, nah, y'all get nothing. Like, and right. also, it is different because HBO paid out all of their talent. They gave them millions of dollars to do this. Disney didn't, so you, I think you can guilt free watch uh, HBO movies. There you go. Exactly. So I knew like, that before, but not Dune. We're seeing that in the theaters. Right, Ron? Yeah, of course. Okay, he's shaking his head now. Danny Villeneuve <laughs> is blessing us with this. You, you have to see it in the theaters. <laughs> no, I would rather watch this with y'all than alone. We're going at 7.30 in IMAX at Marquee. Come with us. Thank you. Um, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for downloading us. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs>